Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. God's kingdom is a royal kingdom. God is high and lifted up. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He's full of majesty and splendor and and might and dominion. Amen. And we are part of, of his kingdom. Amen. So that's why we preach and teach in such a way so that the body of Christ, the people of God, would take their place. Amen. So turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. Amen. It's it's good to read um, in 1 and 2 Samuel, 1 and 2 Kings and 1 and... Second Chronicles, amen, because it speaks of the kingdom of Israel, which is a part of the kingdom of God. It's a, it's a type of the kingdom that we are in. So, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, and Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. But the people answered him not a word. Amen. So this is the word of the Lord to the body of Christ that God is calling his people to a place of decision. Amen. The valley of decision. This is Elijah on Mount Carmel. Before he took out the prophets of Baal, that he had this talk with God's people. Because they have been serving Baal. Baal means master. Amen. So what an insult to God. Amen. Jezebel and Ahab. Jezebel led Ahab. <laughs> and they led the people into Baal worship. So Jezebel, spirit of Jezebel, leads God's people into Baal worship. Amen. Baal means master. And so the prophet of God says, if the Lord is God, then serve him. But if Baal is God, then serve him. Amen. Because what God is saying, he says he's not going to compete. God is saying, I'm not going to compete. Amen. Because I am God. I I am not going to compete with what other people call, call a God. Amen. Because God is the most high God. It's an insulting, it's an insult to compare God to anyone or anything as being a God. Amen. And so the prophet says, why stand ye halt or or why falter between two opinions? Opinion means thoughts. He says, if God, if, if the Lord is God, then serve him. And so God is not only is one where you get your help, 
But in this case, it's talking about Savior. You know, who is your Savior? Amen. If God is your Savior, because if God is able to save. Amen. Amen. So if God is your Savior, if Jesus is your Savior, then serve him. But God will not compete with other things and other ones that you call Savior. So God will not compete with money. God will not compete with medicine. God will not compete with doctors. God will not compete with insurance. <laughs> God will not compete with lawyers because the one that you believe is your savior is the one that you will praise. The one that you believe is your savior. Amen. It's the one that you will brag on. Amen. The, the one that delivered me. Amen. And so God is bringing his people to a place of purging and cleansing because there are many idols in the land. But when people are serving idols, many times they are not aware of the proliferation of idols in the land. Amen. It is, it is when you do a full turn. It is when you, um, when you repent, when you turn then you, you look at all the idols that you serve. It's a place of brokenness, amen, when you recognize that you have not lifted up the Lord as God, amen, that you have lifted up others. You know, the Bible says that you're not to lift your soul to idols. And yet again, the Bible says, lift up your soul to the Lord. So your soul is where you choose, it's where your thoughts, is part of your mind. Don't lift up your soul to idols, the Bible says. It is, it is vanity, it is, it is emptiness. Don't lift up your soul, but do lift up your soul to the Lord. So that word, don't stand halt between two opinions, it means don't stand halt between two thoughts. Amen. Don't, don't try to hold two thoughts when it comes to lordship. There can be only one Lord. There can be only one master. Amen. And so Baal means, Baal means master. And so it is an insult to God. God, God will not be in conversations when, when people are bragging on other ones as a God. Because he, he is so holy. He is so high and lifted up. It's a, it's a travesty that we do not look to God for our salvation, not just to go to heaven. That is the beginning part. Amen. But the Lord is still your Lord for life. Jesus says, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So the Lord is your Savior throughout your life for everything that you need to be saved from. <laughs> Amen. And everything that you need to be saved to. The Lord is your, is your Savior. Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 6 and verse 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. So Baal means master. But God is your master. <laughs> so it's an insult to God if you have another that you call your master. 
Okay. Because God's people have to be just that. They have to be the people of God. We have to be the people of God. God readily saves his people. God readily blesses and helps and delivers his people. Amen. Amen. But if you're serving another, you're not acting like his people. And now you say to save you, but you have two opinions. You have other saviors. You have other deliverers. Amen. You brag on others and you give your praise unto others. Amen. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters for he will either hate the one and love the other. Now check that out. You can't have two masters. Amen. You either love one and hate the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. Loyalty is a part of the kingdom. We are loyal. God is looking for those whose hearts are loyal toward him. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro. He's, he's looking for not just somebody that says that they are a believer. This, this is where I want you to get, I want to get to today. God is not just looking for someone who says that they are a believer. Amen. He's looking for kingdom folk. Kingdom folk are loyal to their Lord. They are loyal to their master. Amen. And so everybody is desiring God to do something. The, the, the people on Mount Carmel, they did not say that they totally rejected God. They did not say they were not God people. They were simply serving Baal. You, 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 you see where we are, man. So Baal means master. You cannot serve two masters. Okay. You love one or hate the other, or you will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So in this instance, if Baal is master, and the Bible says you cannot serve two masters, then mammon or that system of mammon is Baal, and Baal is mammon. <laughs> Amen. Somebody says, mammon is money. More than money, it's where your heart is concerning the money, whether it is to the kingdom of God, for the kingdom of God, or whether it is for yourself. And the Lord said this to me this morning. I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Lord. <laughs> of course, he's always right. The, the Lord told me this morning, he says, people will either love him with all their heart or they will love themselves. Amen. Doesn't matter if you say you love him. If you, if you don't put him in, his, in the right place. The Bible says, sanctify the Lord in your heart or sanctify Jesus as Lord in your heart. So set him apart as Lord. Sanctify the Father as Lord in your heart. Amen. So he's ruling in your heart. Sanctify the Holy Spirit as Lord in your heart. He's ruling in your heart. That's, that's the place. Amen. God has to have your heart. He has to be your master. He has to be your Lord in your heart or else you will lift up your soul to an idol. It's just the way it is. You say, I love the Lord but you have not sanctified him as Lord, then you will lift up your soul to an idol and you will have others that you call your savior 
And so God is just calling you to the carpet. Who, who is God? Amen. If, if the Lord is God, then serve him. But if Baal, if you have another master, then serve him. Because the way that it works, God can't compete with that. You will love one and hate the other. You'll be loyal to one and despise the other. It's just, it's in the word. It's the way it is. Amen. So God says, I can't, I'm not trying to compete. I'm the Lord. Are you kidding me? That you're playing games. I'm not going to compete with that. Amen. In Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 57, Isaiah, chapter 57, and verse 15. It says, For thus says the high and lofty one, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. So God's name is holy. That means sacred. That, that means um, set apart. That means high and lifted up. That means pure. Amen. So God's name is holy. Amen. The high and lofty one, he inhabits eternity. His name is holy. I dwell in a high and holy place. With him who's, who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. So this is not saying that we are weak and beggarly. It's saying the lowly in heart can look up to the most high God and to receive help from the Lord. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The, the one who is humble before the Lord, who sees the Lord is high and lifted up. Amen. And so I, I contend unto you that you must have an encounter with that high and lofty God, the most high God, the one who is high and lofty. If you have an encounter with the most high God, it will change you. Amen. It will affect your life. It will cause you to fear the Lord. Everyone that had an encounter in the Bible, everyone that had an encounter with the Lord, whether it was Saul of Tarsus or whether it was Isaiah, anyone that had an encounter with the Lord, that it was Jacob, amen, when, when he saw that ladder extend from heaven to earth, he says that this is a terrible place. In other words, he's not saying terrible, bad. He's talking about the God being in this place. When, when God is in this place, it puts fear in you. It puts things in proper perspective between who is God and who is not God. You, you must have an encounter. Pray, Lord, may I have an encounter with you which changes me, which causes me to fear you. Amen. It's the fear of the Lord. It's, it's the beginning of wisdom. Amen. You, you must fear the Lord to, to, to actually live out to be the people of God. If not, you will regard idols and you will have other saviors. You, you, you thought that the Old Testament was obsolete, but actually the Old Testament shows you where your heart was. Amen. Or where your heart is many times. When you're not serving the Lord with a pure heart, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So 
the humble ones, the contrite ones, the pure in heart will be able to see the Lord high and lifted up and it will change them. That encounter with the Lord will, will change them. Amen. The, the Bible declares that when we pray, Jesus taught them the Lord's prayer. Part of that prayer was to deliver them from evil, to be delivered from evil. Amen. And, and also in St. John chapter 17, somewhere around verse 15, Jesus says, I'm not going to take you out of the world, but Lord, he, he's praying to the Father. He says, don't take them out of the world, but deliver them from evil. Amen. So, so a prayer is appropriate to pray, Lord, deliver me from evil. Amen. But when you pray the prayer that the Lord deliver you from evil, you cannot be a part of that evil. You cannot be a part of the world. You cannot be a part of that worldly system. You cannot be a part of that spirit, the spirit of the world. Amen. So you say, deliver me from evil. Then evil cannot be your master or the things that you're serving is part of that evil empire. Amen. It's a contradiction. Amen. So the things of God work. This, this is where I am as a minister. Everybody wants results. Everybody wants solutions. Everybody wants answers. People want help. They want deliverance. It is found in the Lord Jesus. It is found in the word of God. It is found in the ways of God. And so you have to operate according to the ways of God. You cannot be like, well, I'm not mature enough to learn the ways of God or I'm oblivious to all the stuff that you're, you're talking about. God has a way and he is perfectly willing to save. He is perfectly willing to deliver his people. Amen. So God does a thing. God's people become increasingly more of his people as we let go of things that separate us from the love of God. Amen. God's people. You know, you're born again, you're the people of God, yet you may be regarding things that you say, save me medicine, save me doctors, save me insurance, you know, save me lawyers. Amen. Save me money. Amen. We are at a situation where in times past, people that had plenty of money in place, they did not worry. They say, if anything comes up, I can get the best. I can get the best medicine, the best doctors. I can get the, the best lawyers. I have connections. Amen. I have money. Money has given me connections. We are at the place where all of those things are failing. Amen. And it's a good thing. Amen. Because the Bible says that God is destroying the wisdom of the wise. Amen. Those things that we trusted in. How long is it going to take us to get to God? These things are keeping us from getting to God. Amen. The purity of that relationship with the Lord, that the ecstasy of the intimacy of fellowship with the Lord. Amen. 
Praise be to God. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand is pleasures forevermore. So what you thought you wanted is found in the presence of the Lord. How long, amen, will we falter between two opinions? How long is it going to take us to get to God? Amen. Our Savior. Hallelujah. How long is it going to take us to get to our deliverer? Amen. And so there is wickedness in the land and it's getting more and more wicked. There's darkness in the land. God has never let evil rule the day or rule over the day. Amen. Throughout our biblical history, amen, the pervasiveness of wickedness has tried to attack the sovereignty of God himself. Yet wickedness has never prevailed against God's holy standard in this earth. Amen. So God has a standard not only in heaven, but in the earth. Amen. The people who are actually the people of God hold fast that standard of righteousness and holiness. And so the devil is always thwarted. Amen. The devil has never been able to let wickedness completely take over the land. Amen. It's, it's because God himself, God has planted himself in his earth. We see it through Jesus. The, the Bible says that unless a kernel of grain falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. Amen. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Jesus is that righteous, holy seed that has fallen to the ground and died and produced us much fruit. But every seed produces after its kind. Holy Ghost, did you get that? Jesus is a seed. Amen. That's why the Bible says, don't, don't be lying. That seed, the Bible says in 1 John, cannot sin. Why? Because Jesus can't sin. Every seed produces after its kind. That is the seed that is in the earth that is thwarting the devil. Amen. God himself, the essence of God. Will you be a seed of God? Amen. Will you be a holy seed of God? Amen. Then the devil is whooped. Amen. Nothing. You cannot step out God. Hallelujah. I didn't say you were God. I said you were a seed. Amen. Every seed produces after its kind. So in the days of Noah, amen, wickedness was pervasive and God sent the flood. God saved Noah and his family to replenish the earth. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God saw part of himself in Noah. Amen. That seed was able to prevail against the wickedness. Amen. The Tower of Babel, they were rebelling against the Lord. Amen. They were building a tower unto heaven. In other words, they were confronting God. It is not as if they could actually get to heaven. What they were saying is that we are on the same level or greater than God. So we're going to rebel. God says to be scattered and replenish the earth. They said we're going to dwell in cities. Amen. And build 
a tower. We're going to be God that we're going to be. Lord, help me to say this. We're going to carry forth the ideology of the day that we are going to compete with God and prevail against the Lord with our thoughts, with our ideology. Amen. We we are acting as one against the Lord. What did God do? God confounded their language. Amen. Which is antithesis of the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon all flesh. Amen. And they that they spoke with other tongues. Amen. With the mind did not know what they were saying. That that is the antithesis of the tower of Babel. Amen. God having his day, God having his way. Amen. And so also Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Which God destroyed with fire and brimstone. You said, well, what is the remnant? Amen. Because Lot, his wife looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt, that the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah had gotten on Lot's daughters. Amen. And so they were engaged in um, incest. Amen. With their with their father and created Moab and Ammon. What's, what's the righteous seed? Amen. Well, Ruth was a Moabitess. Amen. And so from from Ruth and Boaz, amen, came the Lord Jesus himself, the descendant. You mean the, the, the line proceeded forth from someone who came out of that seed. Amen. And so that you said, well, the seed was wicked. No, the, the presence of the Lord is what makes a seed holy and righteous. The Moab people were wicked, but out of that, there was one who renounced her citizenship to Moab. Amen. Ruth renounced it. She said, she said to Naomi, your God will be my God. Amen. So you see how it works. You cannot lift up your soul to an idol. You must renounce. You must turn your back on idols. You must destroy the idols. Amen. And so that's what she did. And so that righteous seed. Amen. And so the righteous seed is the one that destroys the pervasiveness of wickedness in this earth. It's not just people saying that I'm a believer. It's a, it's a different type of people. Amen. Who are willing to lay down their lives because they love the Lord more than anything. It's a difference. It's a different type of people. And it cannot pre be produced. Amen. Unless you have an encounter with the Lord. Where you fear the Lord above people. Be, that you fear the Lord above circumstances. You fear the Lord above anything and everything. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah, I'm going to try to speed it up just a little bit and y'all bear with me. Because I'm trying to get some things in. Amen. That we're at a place where God is calling forth his holy seed. Amen. Even though I say righteous seed... I have to say holy seed to get the point that God wants to get across. It is not only a righteous seed. 
Amen. It's a holy seed. The Bible says that righteousness produces holiness. Amen. Isaiah chapter one, verse nine. It says, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like a more completely destroyed, completely wiped out. Unless the Lord had provided a remnant. Amen. We see this requoted in Romans chapter nine, Romans chapter nine and verse 29. And as I say, Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. So a remnant is a seed. A righteous remnant is a seed. Amen. A, a remnant is that which is left of the Lord, the Lord's part, the Lord's portion. It is, it is like the remnant, the remnant of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is always attached to the word remnant. It's, it's, the, it's the God part. In other words, you cannot kill God. So if, if the Bible says you're salt, you're light, amen, those characteristics are actually that which is of the Holy Spirit. You, you're salted with the Holy Spirit. You're one with him. They that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit. The, the light is the light of the Holy Spirit. The, he is the one that guides and leads you into all truth. There's, you are one with the Lord in thought. You're one in the, with the Lord in heart. You're one with the Lord even in your body which belongs to God. You are salted with salt. Amen. Preservation. That's the Holy Ghost preserving life. So it takes the remnant to preserve even the rest of the people. Amen. So, so the devil is trying to stamp out the remnant. He's already got the people that are compromised. He, he's already got the people that are double-minded, so to speak. They are not effective. They are not preserving life. They are not walking by the light of God. They're just like the world. So unless the Lord has left us a very small remnant, the Lord of hosts. So this is the Lord over the armies of God. That includes the angelic armies and also the body of Christ. When we, we rise up in our full armor, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the armor of light. Amen. Let your, let your cloak, amen, be the cloak of zeal. Zeal is that which hates evil, which loves righteousness and hates evil so much so that it exudes out of them in holy emotions. You hate the devil. You hate his works. Amen. So you will not participate in idols. Amen. Idols is lusting after those things which are not of the Lord, the desires which are not of the Lord. Amen. And so a remnant of God is a holy seed of God. It is a remnant of the Holy Spirit. So, so the part that makes the seed grow is the God, the God part. Amen. The, the thing, you cannot stamp it out. Amen. That because it is God in the principle of life, the principle of life that you cannot kill life. What God does, even if someone tries to stamp out your life, 
They cannot stamp out the, the, the essence of that life. So the Bible says that if you kill the prophets and the apostles, that God will send other prophets and apostles. And this is the wisdom of God. And so they will not only carry that 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 anointing of being born in this this world, but anything which was not fulfilled. Holy Ghost. No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hallelujah. The double portion. Not only that which was not Fulfilled. Elijah didn't fulfill everything. Elisha, Korabashata, fulfilled the double portion. Amen. So not just, you're born into this earth. You will not bow to the world. So you not only have your part, amen, but anything which was not fulfilled, the, the, as you are pure unto the Lord, you are a candidate. To, to receive the double portion. Amen. I'll tell you a thing, you believe it or not. Me and my wife are carrying parts which were not fulfilled completely by others. Holy Ghost, we are carrying parts, amen, of assignments. Amen. Where even those that had finished their course... Holy Ghost. But God had more of that assignment or a greater revelation of that assignment. Amen. And so we carry that 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 portion. Now that's just extra. That's that's for you. You know, just speak to the Lord. Amen. If you if you want confirmation of that. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is here. The Lord is here. Amen. In 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. And now you know what is restraining that he might be revealed in his own time, speaking of the person of the Antichrist. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. So many Antichrist spirit and the, the mystery of iniquity and lawlessness or that Antichrist spirit is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. So the church, what is it talking about? The church that is filled with the Holy Spirit, salted with the salt, that we have the light of God, we are keeping the Antichrist from coming because he can only come at his appointed time. And that appointed time will not be as long as there is a remnant, okay? As long as there is a remnant, a holy seed, he cannot come because God's remnant, God will always use his remnant to deal with wickedness even when it is at its grossest darkness or, or when wickedness is at its greatest. Amen. That, that's why, you know, Elijah thought it was all over. He says, 
Like, Lord, take me out. I'm no better than my fathers. I did what I did and wickedness is still there. Amen. He thought that it was over. God says that I've reserved 7,000 that has, have not bowed the knee to Baal, that I have a holy remnant. I will deal with Jezebel. I'm not saying that today, that he will deal with that Jezebel spirit. Did you know where she mostly is? She is in the church, <laughs> man, and she is in government. Amen. Jezebel is a spirit that is in the church. Amen. Why do we say in, in, in the church? That's where she has influence. And she is in a government that that unsubmitted woman, uncovered woman, that rebellious woman, that woman that uses the king's authority, that uses her husband's authority for Baal worship. Amen. To to bring people under submission. Amen. Of Baal. Baal means master. Amen. And so now we know what is restraining. What is restraining? The holy remnant. What is the holy remnant? The church that is filled with the Holy Spirit that does not love their lives unto death. Amen. So the Holy Spirit reserves for God a righteous seed. So the Holy Spirit is the surety. He's the guarantee. He reserves for God a righteous seed, not just to get to heaven, but in this earth is where that holy seed is needed to affect and influence the affairs upon this earth realm. Amen. So the Holy Spirit reserves for God a righteous seed. Amen. So God can rebuild any torn down society with the seed of himself. So the devil destroys, the devil produces corruption. Everything that the devil touches becomes corrupt. Everything that the devil touches becomes desolate. So that's what we're seeing in America. And that's what we're seeing in Europe. And that is what's trying to be pervasive throughout the land. That the devil is trying to creep in profanity, wickedness, the abominations as the standard on the land, in the land. You said, when did this happen? Amen. That when was it that that wickedness was said to be the truth? Amen. They, they have these boards on social media where they are arbiters of the truth, but they are anti-Christ, anti-God. So any truth that will come out of them will be of the devil. It will be a lie. Amen. And so it is it is important incumbent upon us. Those that participate in social media, the TV and all those things to understand that that is that antichrist spirit, spirit of lies, and that you have to stand against that. Never take the devil's truth as a truth because it is it is a lie. Amen. Don't even try to mix it in. Don't try to work it in with your religion. Amen. So that's what God is saying. That don't try to. Um, get along. Amen. Go along to get along. Amen. With wickedness. Amen. So when things seem to be their darkest, God activates the seed. Amen. So so what God does is when the devil thinks he's gaining ground, God simply activates. Amen. His holy seed to affect Amen. What is what is going on in that 
generation. We see that in Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 33. Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. This is Jesus. Another parable Jesus spoke to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal or flour until it all was leaven. Amen. We we know leaven in America mainly as yeast, but back in those days it was mainly starter. Amen. Starter is is that liquid, liquefied uh, uh, yeast. Amen. It is that which it starts the process. Amen. It is an activation when you put that starter in in that dough, in that bread, when that bread is cooked. Amen. It begins to rise. So leaven is normally seen as a negative thing, but the, the, the scripture does not say that the kingdom of heaven is leaven. It says that the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. What is what is leaven? It is an activator. Amen. Is that which starts a thing. Amen. So the kingdom of heaven is like a starter. Amen. Which a woman put in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. Okay. So three represents the the, the fulfillment of, of the days up until resurrection. Amen. So you say three days, you say three measures. Amen. Of of, of flour. Amen. And so the time of resurrection, it is it is resurrection power that defeats the devil. Amen. It is Jesus was raised by the power. So the power that activates is the Holy Ghost. The power that activates is the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. Amen. It's like the Holy Spirit. Amen. Which a woman, she hid. Amen. That's important. That so that that remnant, that holy remnant, sometimes is hidden. Even Elijah did not know, Amen, that God had seven thousand which had not bowed to Baal. But it is to be released in at the right time, Amen. So when things seem to be the most wicked, Amen. It is a time when people say you have to bow. You know, elections. People say you have to take these unrighteous results. Or we threaten to put you in prison. We threaten to disbar your lawyers. Amen. We threaten your own life. Amen. So the only people that can stand against those types of threats, it is it is a holy seed unto God. Most people shrink. They shrink under that type of pressure. They shrink under that type of heat. Amen. But if you have had an encounter with the Lord where the Lord is your God, he is your master. He is above all. Amen. Jesus is your Lord. He is your master. You know that you know you've been tested. Amen. You know that you know that in every test you prove that you loved him more than any other thing or any other one. Amen. Then you are the ones that God is calling in this hour. Amen. Oh, how they're going to be surprised that you, you threaten, you threaten 
And we still pledge allegiance and loyalty to the Lord Jesus. Oh, man, they never see. They cannot figure it out. Amen. Because their threats have worked in the past. Amen. I'll take this away. I'll take that away. I'll threaten your monies. I'll threaten your income. And we love the Lord more than money, more than income, more than our very lives. Amen. So the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. So the ability to activate others. Paul says his his sufferings, amen, emboldened those that knew that he was suffering for righteousness sake. Amen. So Paul's persecution, being persecuted, being whipped, amen, all those things worked boldness in the rest of the believer. So the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which activates the whole lump. Amen. People didn't know that there was someone who was willing to stand. If nobody was standing, amen, then you would feel at ease to bow down with everybody else. Amen. That's the whole story in the book of Daniel about the image that King Nebuchadnezzar raised up. He says, when the music is played, everybody bow. Amen. But the but the three Hebrew boys and even Daniel, but the Hebrew boys, they did not bow to the image. Amen. The image is mammon. The image is Baal. The image is the spirit of this world. Amen. They refused to bow and it changed everything else. It's changed wicked laws. There was decrees that you had to bow. It's the law. They put it in into the law that you got to bow. To all this diversity and wokeism, you got to bow. Amen. Schools, corporations, amen. Train your people. They try to put it in the military. All the government training. They have to take these training pods and seminars about these things. Learning how to bow. That's the music being played. When the music is played, they say you got to bow. There has to be. Someone who will not bow. Amen. If you fear God more than anything and anyone, you fear the Lord more than you even fear death. Amen. So so if they say, we will kill you, okay? Do what you got to do. Amen. (laughs) I will not bow. Amen. And God is looking at that holy remnant. God was in there with, amen, the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. The Lord was in there with them, amen, because they refused to bow. The Bible says, I will be with you in trouble. That's Psalms 91, amen. And so the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. It activates others not to bow, amen. It activates others to be holy, Unto the Lord. Romans chapter 11. The book of Romans chapter 11. Amen. Verse 16. Somebody says, well, what does that have to do? I I see, you know, preacher, you always preaching these high lofty things, these big ideals, these these big principles. But what does that have to be with my little old life? Amen. I'm just trying to take care of my babies. I'm trying to take care of of my family. Amen. What does that have to, to do with all that? Well, you need a savior. Amen. You, you just said it. You said, I'm trying to take care 
my family. You, you need a savior. You need a God. <laughs> Man, you, you need to be the people of God. Holy Ghost. You need deliverance. Amen. So you cannot have any other savior. So what God does, he purifies the sons of Levi. He, he purifies his people and he purifies his, his ministers. Romans chapter 11, verse 16. It says, for if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. So it is the first fruit that makes the lump holy. Amen. What is the first fruit? Jesus is the first fruit of those raised from the dead, the essence of the Lord by the, the expression of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If, if the Holy Spirit were, were material, amen, it is, it is the, the material of the Holy Spirit, the essence of the Holy Spirit completely saturating your life. He will keep you pure for God. He will keep you loyal unto the God, unto God. If, if you, if you yield to the Holy Spirit, whatever the Holy Spirit says that you will do, it will purify you. Amen. So if the first fruit is holy, amen, that the remnant of the spirit, God's part himself, amen, is holy. It can make the lump holy. If the root, the root goes down deep, amen. Roots represent that which produces the tree, which represents the kingdom, a kingdom. If the root, amen, goes into the kingdom of God, amen, it will make that which comes up to be a part of the kingdom of God. It will be that which is the essence of the kingdom of God. Amen. So if the first fruit is holy, the lump is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. Amen. The devil will never be able to exterminate God from the population of mankind because of the holy seed. Amen. And so he tries to um, eradicate, take out the, the, the people that are the most effective, amen. He's trying to take out God's people. He's trying to put fear in the ones that, uh, that are on the, the, the outskirts, so to speak, to see if they can affect others close by them. He's trying to get to the core. He's trying to get to the remnant. He's trying to get to the Holy Seed, amen. The holy seed is already one with heaven. The attribute of holiness comes from the God of heaven, which is untouched by corruption. Amen. So God is untouched by corruption. Amen. God says he cannot be tempted by evil. He does not tempt with evil. He, does, he is not tempted by evil. Amen. He cannot be. Amen. In 2 Peter. Second Peter chapter one, second Peter chapter one, verse four. Amen. We belong to God because we belong to God. We have the nature of God. Amen. We're made in the image of God. It says by which, this is second Peter chapter one, verse four, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So corruption comes on mankind through lust. 
The Bible says the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Corruption comes on mankind through lust, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, but has been given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, the word of God. So whereby we have escaped the corruption, which is of the world through lust. So the, the, the divine nature of God is his righteousness. It is his holiness. And so by the word of God, remember, it is, it is the Holy Spirit that makes the word of God true in your life. The word of God is already true. It is the Holy Spirit that confirms that truth, confirms that word and make it true so that you begin to be a partaker of God's divine nature of holiness. Amen. So it is lust that keeps you from operating in the divine nature. Amen. Galatians chapter four. Galatians chapter four. Verse 26, it says, but the Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. So Jerusalem above, it is the, the holy city. It is, it is heaven or it's a part of heaven. It is that holy city. It says Jerusalem above is free, which is the mother of us all. So we were born out of heaven. Amen. So our citizenship is in heaven. We identify with heaven. Okay, so now, if you've had an encounter with God where you fear God, that means you will not fear any other thing. So even if someone threatens you with death, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You, you simply are with the Lord. Amen. In, in a more full sense. Amen. So they cannot threaten you with death. That is important. God is getting his people ready. They cannot threaten your finances. God is your master. He takes care of you. They cannot threaten you with death. You, the Bible says that you are crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, you live, yet not you, but Christ that lives in you. That is that, that holy part that is living in you. Paul says that I'm crucified to the world. And the world is crucified unto me. So I'm dead to the world and the world is dead. So they cannot kill you to the world. The world cannot kill you. You're already dead to the world. Amen. The, let me say it again. Maybe you didn't get it. The world cannot kill you because you are already dead to the world. When you were baptized into Christ, you were crucified to the world. So even if they put the body to death, Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You fear God, they cannot harm you. They cannot hurt you. Amen. Psalms 56. Psalms 56. We just got two more scriptures. This scripture and, and one more scripture. Psalms 56. Verses 10 and 11. It says, in God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? <laughs> Amen. So in God, I will praise his word. Jesus 
is the word. The Bible says by these exceeding great and precious promises, we are partakers of his divine nature of holiness. Amen. So I will in God, I will praise his word. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I will end it with this. Those what is what is the holy seed and what is the righteous remnant? It is those who won't bow to the world, those who will not bow unto Baal. Amen. It is Baal is saying that someone else other than God, putting your trust into something else other than God for, for your answers, for your solutions to life. So those who will not bow, those who are alive to heaven and dead to the world, those who fear God but don't fear man, and those who are partakers of God's holiness. This is, this is some of the description of the remnant. When you hear about the remnant, it is those where the, the Holy Spirit is the, is the wisdom. The Holy Spirit is the foundation in that person. Amen. So if you hit that thing, that, that which is left is the wisdom of God. That which is left is the essence of God. It is what God uses to build other um, people. Amen. Other apostles, other prophets, other works. Amen. If you will not bow, it allows God to use it. Amen. If you will not bow, God, the very seed of God is what God will use to build another, to plant another. Amen. It is those that will not bow, those that are alive unto heaven. Amen. You, that you live for heaven. Amen. You live for God, but you live for heaven. You live for the kingdom. Amen. That you may not know it, that most people live for themselves. Amen. Their lives, their families, you know, they, they don't live for the kingdom, they don't build a foundation on the Lord to let the Lord provide everything as pertains to life and godliness, their family, amen, their, their, their wisdom, amen. They don't put the word first. They don't put God first, and yet they want a savior. They want solutions. Everybody got issues. Everybody got problems, and as a man of God, especially as a as an apostle, our heart, this is our heart, our heart is to appoint and anoint and ordain leaders, amen, mainly pastors, evangelists, you know, teachers, even, even prophets, secondary prophets, um, the, 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 the first tier of prophets only hear from God. They're released only from God. In other words, God called them. That was the voice that they heard. And, and you can tell that they are a primary prophet. But but it, it is our heart because the people are crying. The people are suffering. Amen. And, uh, and so we carry a mantle to release to leaders to, to help the people, to, to bless them, for pastors to shepherd the people, amen, so that the sheep are not sick, that the sheep are not hurting, amen, that the sheep are not hungry, amen, the sheep are not destitute, amen, the sheep are not diseased, amen. So if you try to figure us out, that I apologize if I have not made this clear, amen, 
Because you said sometimes your word seems harsh. We, we, we bring up people to maturity. We bring up people into, into growth, amen, into their places of leadership. Anybody, doesn't matter where you start, that we can help bring you up into your place of reigning, your place of, of leadership, amen. And so that God's people can be helped. So we're in the valley of decision. We will not stand halt between two opinions. We will boldly declare that the Lord is our God. Amen. And then we will seek the Lord until we have an encounter with the Lord, which changes our trajectory, which changes our thoughts, which changes our minds and our hearts where the Lord is our only God. The Lord is our only Savior. Amen. And out of that, we will be God's holy seed in this earth that he has reserved for this time, for every generation that God has reserved a remnant. God has reserved godly seed, holy seed to affect the masses. Amen. To bring about revival. Amen. To bring about the truth, destroying lies. You said the lies seem so strong. No, the remnant, the refusal to bow. The remnant standing will make a lie melt. We'll make a lie dissipate. We'll we'll make a lie shudder in dread. Hallelujah. The devil is afraid of you. (laughs) Man, the devil is afraid of you. Hallelujah. Oh, righteous remnant. Oh, holy seed of God. Hallelujah. The devil is afraid of you coming forth. The devil is afraid of your stand. The the devil is afraid of your being unequivocal. Hallelujah. Your yay is yay. Your nay is nay. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. You You do not shudder from the truth. Amen. You're the one that is needed for this time. You're the one that God will use to make the whole lump holy, to to bring about revival in the land. Hallelujah. The boldness that you need. I release, I release, I release. Stand up in might. Stand up even in liberty. Those that are in heaven are free. Amen. Jerusalem, which is above. Hallelujah. It's free. Hallelujah. We, We are part of the kingdom of freedom. We're part of heaven. Even before we get to heaven, we're part of that same kingdom. Hallelujah. We are free. You, you cannot threaten us with death. We are free. You cannot try to cut off our finances. We are free. Amen. Because we are part of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And our hearts, hallelujah, are loyal to the Lord. Father, we thank you for that word in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.